0: Hi, my name is J.J. Farrell. My wife, Nellie, and I have the honor of being Assemblies of God Missionary serving in Romania. In fact, we have the privilege of being missionaries that you support. Your church has been supporting us for years, praying for us, supporting our ministry, keeping us going. Thank you so much for everything that you do. For those of you that don't know us, I'm going to give you a quick glimpse of who we are. Uh, been serving in Romania since 1996 we've done all kinds of things but for the most part uh, we're probably known as being youth evangelists so you've been youth pastoring in, in local churches for, uh, for the last 20 something years uh, we're helping churches to start youth ministries so planning youth ministries all over Romania in the last few years last seven or eight years something like that we've been working really heavily even outside of Romania all over Europe and um, establishing youth ministry in places where youth ministry doesn't exist. We are stimulating youth ministry. We're working with the national youth directors from most of the uh, Pentecostal circles across Europe, and we are making sure that youth ministry is thriving because every local church needs a local youth ministry. Now, I know that you probably don't want to hear me talk about myself. I don't want to hear myself talk about myself for very long. I want to talk about you why in the world do you exist? Now, that might be a, uh, a heavy question. Maybe you haven't thought about it for a while. Maybe you've never thought about it. And I hope that, that uh, throughout the course of these next 20, 30 minutes that, that you are going to think a lot about you and why you are on this earth. Why did God place you here? Why, why do you exist and why now? So why now? Why do you exist now of all times in history? Now, I want you to imagine the two opposite corners in your living room, wherever it's, it is that you're sitting. Imagine that you tie a string from, from one corner to the next, and, and that string would represent the expanse of eternity. All history is on that one string. Okay? Uh, and somewhere along the way, there's this thin sliver that is put on that expanse of history, and, and, and it's maybe is the width of a key and and that's that's you that's your this that's the place that you take in history now i don't want you to be discouraged by this or you know to think that that your existence is insignificant or something like that but in the expanse of eternity you know your existence and my existence is it's just a flash you know and in fact the bible calls it a vapor we appear, and then we disappear, you know. And, and on that expanse of time, you know, you, you have one end is, is the end, and one end is the beginning, but now just imagine that, that those ends never, never end. You know, there is no beginning, there is no end. History is just ongoing. Now that, that little sliver that we take up in history, um, almost becomes more significant when you consider the fact that, you know, God actually placed us here by his divine purpose, by his divine plan. So, so why now? See, by God's divine plan, you know, he could have, he could have placed you on this earth um, 400 years from now, you know, or by his divine plan, he could have put you on this earth 400 years ago, but for some reason, for some specific significant reason, he actually chose for you to be here right now. And for what specific purpose would that be? Jeremiah 1.5 says this, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. Now, God doesn't make mistakes. If you've been to church at least 10 times in your life, you've heard someone say, you are not here by accident. You know what, you are not here by accident. There is not a person that's ever lived that God did not design. And God, like a, like a master chessman, a master at, at, at this, this complicated, uh, sophisticated game of chess, He placed every person on this earth with skill and tact and strategy. And before you were even formed in your mother's womb, he knew everything about you. He knew what would fulfill your life. He knew the very reason why he even formed you in the first place. And before you were there, he knew you. Uh, These are very significant times that we're living in. History is going to say some incredible things about about the time that we're living right now and In these significant times God chose for you to be born now Right now not 400 years ago not 500 years from now God chose for you to be born now and It's not for you to float it's not for you to not know the reason of life. It's not for you to, to just bounce around and scratch by. There is a plan. There's a master plan. And we all are part of this great plan that God has for, for humanity and for history. You know, there are people that, that their actions, their very actions, people that live among us, their very actions will be written down in the history books. Their actions will be written down in the, in the history of the church. There are people walking around us that that it is their intention to do the will and only the will of the Almighty God. There is a master plan, and I believe that every single person that's living now or that has ever lived, that ever will live, can at any moment step right into the very purpose of why God created them. And that's why I ask you today, why do you exist now? I want you to think back to a time when you felt the manifestation of God, the presence of the Lord in a special way. One of those moments where it, it wasn't it wasn't a normal spiritual moment. It was the atmosphere was just different. The spiritual atmosphere was just different. Now maybe you were a kid, you know, or a teenager, you were at a camp, you were at a conference, there was something special about it or, or you you went to the altar, you you were getting your your life straightened out you had a moment where you felt the Lord and you heard the Lord in a special way. And, and a lot of us had had these experiences. You know, we can look back to a, a camp or a time when, when, when we were in the presence of God, something unique happened and you, you felt like the Lord was speaking to you. What were those things that the Lord spoke to you? I want you to think about that. What did the Lord speak to you in that special moment or in those special moments? See, so many people have had these these moments with the Lord, and and the Lord spoke to him about how he's gonna use them or how he could be used by them, or when you're able to separate you from yourself, you make these grand statements, these crazy statements of what you're gonna do for his kingdom. And a lot of times we we will go to the altar, we have that experience, and then we start saying, uh I can't do it. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't measure up to that. You know. I maybe God spoke to you about serving Him in some special way, and and you say, you know, I, I don't I don't qualify for that. Maybe you didn't say it, but maybe you felt it, and you backed away from the very idea, the very notion of of serving the Lord in those uh, crazy ways. Uh, it 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 seemed like that wasn't you. Um, you're not the right person for the job. You just don't measure up for whatever reason. But let me tell you, Numbers 23, verse 19, I love this verse. It says, God is not a man that he should lie, and he's not a human that he should change his mind. And every time that you stood in front of the Lord and he said those things about you, meant every word of it. And I want you to think back at that moment when you were speaking to the Lord and he was speaking to you and the significant things that he said about you. He meant every word of it. And today he means it just as much as he did back then. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 famous verse in the Bible. So many of us know this verse by heart and, and many people that don't even know the reference Jeremiah 29 verse 11, they know the words. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. The plans he has for you. Plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you a hope and a future. The Lord knows the very plan that he had for you from the very beginning. He has a plan for every one of us. By his design, you exist today. By his great purpose, you exist today. What are you put on this earth to do? Now, when you spent time close to the Lord and you've allowed your heart to get close to his, he might give you, he might give you ideas. passions or dreams. And I tell you, those passions and dreams and ideas speak. They're like a whisper into your soul that God uses to tell you the very reason why he made you. The things in this earth that will give you the most fulfillment are an incredible whisper into your soul of why God made you in the very first place. He knows the plans that he has for you. So what is a dream? You know, what are those things that, that are floating around in your mind and in your heart that you'd love to do? Maybe it's something you've never told anybody before. Um, you know, uh, a dream is, is not something necessarily just that you do. It's not, it's not really a job necessarily. It's not something that makes you the most money or, or you know the next circumstance that comes your way or opportunity. No, it's that thing that... That you would passionately dive into and spend the rest of your life doing if you would just get the opportunity to do it. So many people, you know, they have a dream. I would do this, JJ, if all the planets were lined up right and, and if all the circumstances were put in the in the right order, I would do this one thing. It would make me the most, uh, the most fulfilled. But so many people back away from those dreams because it seems impossible. Uh, a lot of people, and probably today, think probably more than ever, a lot of people would say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not eligible to dream. You know, I, I, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm past that stage in life where, where I can dream. Uh, and I want you to take a deep breath. And if you can take a deep breath, or even a shallow one, the Lord is not done with you. And if the Lord is not done with you, then any day is the day when you can jump into the very purpose why He created you for. And I guarantee you, those dreams, those things that are, that are folding around in your heart, even the, the things that you've never said to anybody, Those are the things that God created you for. They they shout into your soul of why God put you on this earth in the very first place. Uh, Some people say, you know, I can't dream. I'm not allowed to dream. I don't don't have the circumstances to make that happen. You know, I don't don't have the finances to make that happen. I don't have the family background to make that happen. Uh, I don't don't come from that type of a a sector of society that allows me to do that thing that I wish I could do. Uh, Let me tell you a secret about me. For almost everything that I do, I am not the right person to do it. Uh, I, I don't come from a, from a rich family. I come from Bakersfield, California, and the people that knew me from back in the days, they knew me as just some punk kid from Bakersfield, California, that was up to no good, and I had zero family backing. I, once upon a time, found the Lord and realized that the Almighty God that I was serving in church is the very God that parted the Red Sea and spoke the Son into existence but my background didn't change one bit. I sometimes, while I'm out doing my thing, now, have to realize, Bakersfield kid from a skinhead gang, uh, running from the law at times, running from people a lot of the time, uh, I found the Lord, and when I found the Lord, I started to ask the Lord, why in the world was I made? Now, I guarantee you, I have Many, many reasons to look at myself in the mirror and say, "JJ, you are not qualified to do this." Man, let me let me run you through uh, a typical scenario for 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 what I do. I preach at youth camps and conferences all over Europe. I've Preached in almost every European country. I I work with the the people that are responsible in their country for the national youth movement. In other, in order, in other words, the people in denominations that are responsible for uh, for the national youth network, youth ministry in their country. I work with those people and I know them on a First name basis, we're buddies. We stimulate youth ministry all over Europe. I teach in Bible schools. I train entire networks of youth leaders for entire countries. And I do things that I'm not qualified to do, if you look at my background. But I know something about the Lord. Who is our God Ephesians 3.20, one of my favorite verses in all the Bible, says this, Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Now, I want you to think about that. The Lord is able to do so much more than you can ever imagine. I have a vivid imagination, but it's nothing compared to to what the almighty God can think of for me. And he can do so much more than I could ever ask for. But it's according to his power that's at work within me and that's at work within you. Now, when we look at our past or we look at our circumstances or we write off the words that God has spoken over us when we've been in his presence and we, we look at these things and say, that can never be. We look at ourself but actually, the truth of this of this verse says something else. It talks about His power that's at work within us. And when we are in His plan and in the purpose that, that God has destined and created us for, He's going to do immeasurably more than what you can ever hope or imagine. I promise you, there are times when I'm in whatever country in Europe and I'm preaching to, to teenagers that speak a different language than I do of course through a translator and I look at them and I pinch myself and I say, "Lord, I'm just a punk from Bakersfield, California, with a family with no money. How did I ever get here?" Now, not that I think that I'm something, but I promise you it proves a point. The Lord can do so much more than what you can ever ask for or that you can ever imagine. Because it's his power at work within you. Now I ask you, what is the dream that you have? Why now? Dream big dreams for the kingdom of God and don't let anything or any circumstance or any past or any perceived future hold you back because the things that God spoke over you when you were face to face, and, and the spiritual atmosphere was different, and, and when, when God spoke those words to you, he meant every word of it. He's not a man that he would change his mind, and he's not going to lie to you. Dream big dreams for the kingdom of God, and don't let anything hold you back.